Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Sound Stories, an inspirational podcast for creative professionals and storytellers who want to improve their lives at home and at work. I'm Stephanie Cicerelli, your host and co-founder of Voices.com. There's nothing like the feeling of having your whole team in alignment. You're going forward with a shared vision and feel so safe enough with one another that you can even toss your craziest ideas into the hat, knowing full well that your creativity won't be looked down upon. But what happens when tensions rise, miscommunications fire back and forth, and all of a sudden, you just don't know what to do? You need to press the reset button, but how? Sunday Muse is a celebrity voice actor and voice coach with experience directing voice actors in studio. She has worked within the commercial and animation sectors for decades, including on cartoons like Total Drama Island and Hotel Transylvania. Sunday has a particular teaching style that helps to connect creatives to get the best reads possible. During her time in the studio, she's gained experience with what happens when projects start to go off the rails. Now today, she's going to share some of those tips with us and tricks for how the production team can regroup to create a space where the voiceover artists and producers involved can thrive. Welcome to the show, Sunday. Thank you. Glad to be here, Stephanie. And we go back a long ways, so I'm just so grateful that you're on the show. We connected a couple months ago and and had a wonderful lunch, and and this topic came up somehow along the way. And and, uh, you being a voice artist and a coach have experienced this from both sides of the glass, if you will. So in your experience, Sunday, can you tell us when a voiceover project is starting to go off course? How do you know? Well, usually as the voice actor, if something's going off the rails, you'll start to feel a lot of tension. Um, There may be a lot of, um, when the director is speaking to you, there may be a particular tone that he or she is using that is just not feeling good to the voice actor. Um, It may be something like a kind of frustration or angry tone that's coming out. And sometimes you'll even pick up a tension in in the actual um, sound studio uh, where, you know, the producers and director uh, are sitting and you'll just kind of feel something's going on and something isn't quite right. And when you yourself are getting anxious because you're not getting a take, you're not understanding what they want, you know, you, your, your nerves start going, you might start to sweat. So that would be on the voice actor's side of something's going off the rails here. All right. So so that's what happens with voice talent. But when you're a director and, and you're in the studio and maybe the same situation is unfolding, um, how do you know that it is actually turning into a session that could go off the rails too? Uh, so perhaps the producer and director aren't communicating properly, meaning the producer is thinking and it's like, you know, the expression, um, we're ta- one person's talking Russian and the others speaking Chinese like it's like so basically the producer is not communicating with the director in a way that the director understands and the director is the one who's communicating most of the time with the voice actor so that would be a beginning point if there's tension between those two people then that that would start to set things in a funny motion another example would be the voice director is trying to get the voice actor to communicate the way that he or she wants them to say the line. And the voice actor isn't getting it. And so the director, instead of encouraging the voice actor, 
starts to get frustrated themselves. They start getting frustrated and, um, and that starts to affect their tone. And so that right in and of itself, the, you know, the director might be thinking, why isn't this voice actor communicating the line and saying it the way that I want them to say it? Another example is the director might be thinking, how come this voice actor isn't getting what it is I'm trying to express to them? Why does it feel like they don't understand? Why isn't the voice actor, uh, you know, uh, better than they are? Um, so these are the kinds of thoughts that a director might be having that's actually blocking the whole process of getting the line or, you know, the paragraph, whatever is being recorded. In that case, things start to go a bit hairy. All right. So earlier in our intro, and we were just talking a little bit about how uh, the word triggered, when you say that someone has been triggered, um, is this them feeling threatened? Like as you kind of described earlier, where talent might freeze up and, and start to panic a bit, uh, you know, like, like how, how might we frame that so we understand what it would mean to be triggered in the studio environment? Yes. A voice actor being triggered means that First of all, they start to feel really insecure and they start wondering, what am I doing wrong? Why can't I get this? Why is that director talking to me with that tone? What, why aren't they satisfied with the take I just gave? The director just gave me a line read and I gave them the line read exactly as they gave it. How come I'm not getting this? Wow, there's a lot of silence going on. What's, what's happening? I don't know what to do. So this is, I'm going into the internal dialogue of a voice actor. Um, uh, you know, then, then for instance, another form of a trigger would be you start feeling angry. Like you just, you, you're, you're feeling really angry at the director for the way that you're being directed. If you're feeling angry, you're triggered. Something's off and then you don't know what to do with it. No, well, well described there, Sunday. You know, what are some of those ways that that if it is the actor that has been triggered and, and, and they are kind of having a lot of difficulty delivering what it is that they're meant to do in the studio that day, how can everyone in that room help that actor to get back on track and to feel good about themselves? Yes. So one, there are several ways that I can suggest. One way would be to ask a question such as, could you give me an example of an environmental setting that you would like me to say this line from? Could you give me an example of, um, you know, yeah, where we're located, what the tone is? Is it, is it intimate? Is it sexy? Is it as though we're at a bar talking to a bunch of people? Like, is there a way for you to give me some insight into how you want it delivered with a little bit more um, visual clarity so that I can help you get what you need. So that, that is one example is to ask the question, ask them using the word something like, can you help me understand uh, a little bit more about the delivery other than just the sound of it, but rather what, what the location is. Is it like I'm talking to my best friend or is it like I'm talking to a group of, of uh, kids or a baby? 
just to give me some wider range in which to play with so I can give you what you want. Right. So so what you've just explained there is is uh, helping someone to visualize what it is um, that you would like them to do. So um, this is a I know a lot of voice actors do this, uh, but just in their own studio environments, they'll have a picture of, of maybe where it is that they are in the, the voiceover script, be it a beach or, or whatnot to help it seem more real. So uh, certainly like it, I think that helps to bring more grounding to the situation for sure. Yes. And the other, there are several ways. Uh, Another way would be to give them some examples of tone in your voice. For instance, do you want it more in this realm? Or do you want it more perky in this realm? Like just keep giving them some examples of your voice. So, you know, sometimes a producer and director are, they'll hear something and go, yes, like that, but with less volume, you know, closer to the mic, more intimate. Um, that's, I'd say, example number two. Example number three, if things are really tense and your inquiry isn't working um, and your examples, your voice examples aren't working, in that case, I would say perhaps um, request five-minute break. And in that space, because you've been triggered, make sure you get your breath going like the best place to to spend some time away from you know a scene in any case is get to a bathroom i know it sounds funny but it's private and as a voice actor you need your voice you know if your voice is is challenged and you're feeling angry or you're feeling upset or extremely frustrated and pent up over not getting something you have to start breathing because what happens is you stop breathing when you get triggered. This is, this is, you know, a human, all humans do that. We stop breathing. So the first thing is to get your breath going and, um, and somehow making contact with your body, whether that's rubbing your hands together or rubbing the top of your head is a great one for just reconnecting you to your belly to your breath, because that's the support as the actor. It has to come from there. And a fourth example or suggestion would be to use your voice somehow. So let's say you're in a private space, whether that's a bathroom or wherever you are. Maybe you have to go out to your car. I I don't know what the situation is, but you'll figure it out. Um, To let some sound out. So maybe that's a sigh. And it's, it's a sigh that's not a pretty sigh. It's a sigh that's of frustration. So you're, you, you have to keep connecting to your voice because that's the part that gets clenched when you get triggered. So maybe it's a, oh, oh, you know, I know it sounds, it doesn't sound great, but it feels good to let that out because you, you have to keep the voice going. So those would be my, my four suggestions for dealing with a trigger as a voice actor. Well, th- those are great because tension often resides in the place that you use most, you know, that you'll be affected by. So if you're an actor and, and it's your instrument, it's your voice, and that's where it's going to hide. And, and that's, a, that's a perfect idea for what somebody can do. Um, I'm just thinking from the producer standpoint and, and a director and anyone who's kind of there, um, you know, who's running this project. And, and time is money. And nobody wants to cancel a session. No one wants to rebook it and try to figure out everybody's schedules again. Uh, 
um, you know, the, the best possible outcome is that they're able to salvage that session and and get through it. And what should we model ourselves after if we're actually in the director's chair and, and we feel that empathy, that compassion, we want to do something, but we also are cognizant of the fact that time is money and, and we need to get this show on the road? Mm-hmm. Good question. So from a director's perspective, you want to be able to use some vocabulary that a voice actor understands. So for instance, if you're just giving them line reads or telling them, no, that's not right, try it again. Uh, It needs to be higher. It needs to be lower. It needs to be quieter. If you're only giving them sort of limited directions and they're not getting it, as a director, you have to open the whole field of of awareness to meet the voice actor and communicate with them in a way that they might understand if they're not getting what you already are trying to get them to do. For instance, give them an environment. Where's the setting that you imagine this copy to be taking place? Is it as though they're walking their dog in the forest and they're talking to themselves? Is it as though they're pulling groceries off the shelf and thinking to themselves or talking out loud? What's the environment? Or what's the emotional content? What's the delivery like? Does it sound mischievous? Does it sound kind of threatened? Give them an idea so that you, as the director and producer, you're starting to think outside the box other than just, we need to hear the line the way we need to hear the line. So another example would be give them some kind of action, i.e. they're jogging. They are talking, they're, they're, they're talking to uh, a senior citizen at a senior's home uh, who isn't feeling well. Um, so, you're, you're, again, you're giving them an action, something that's creating the motion of the story moving forward in their voice. Another way would be to give them a physical gesture to use while they're delivering this spot, something like, cross your arms uh, or shrug your shoulders. That's a really popular one. Can you kind of shrug your shoulders when you say that line so that it's like, yeah, I don't know, you know, give me the sense of shrugging the shoulders or pointing your finger while you talk, you're making a point or um, rubbing your hand over through your hair across the top. You know how a lot of people do that. That's an action that really relaxes the way which, in which we say something, uh, these are gestures that people use in everyday life. Or start talking a little more with your hands. Like, can you get your hands up and kind of, kind of just pretend you're, 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 you're really engaging with someone so that you're expressing with your hands? Express a little bit with your face. Go a little bit bigger. Um, hand on your hip. That's a great one for being very matter-of-fact. And these are very popular ways of delivering all different reads, whether it's commercial or it's animation. It doesn't matter. So those would be the, the, the first way in, in terms of, you know, opening the field of awareness and just bringing some attention to how, or how, how a voice actor might understand your direction better. And last but not least would be that your job as a director is to encourage a voice actor. So if you're getting frustrated, they don't need to know. Keep it to yourself. When you push that talk back button, 
encourage them, say, you know, good job, just one second, turn the talk back button off, you know, and then talk to the producer, whoever's in the room, or if you're feeling like, oh my gosh, is there, oh my gosh, they're not getting this. Um, it's not, it's, it's not your job to communicate that to the voice actor. So you need to work together. So that's why I say, you know, a great director says things like, great, we'll get right back to you. Just one second. Or good job. Yes, we're almost there. Words of encouragement. Encourage your voice actors. It's so important. So Sunday, I think those are wonderful suggestions for anyone who's listening on, on how they can bring a situation back. Um, now, just thinking, if someone actually did think that there should be a break in the session, how can that director create a space where it doesn't look like this break is happening because the actor can't get their stuff together? Like, you know, how can you make this a way um, that no one feels like it's a problem, um, but it's giving everyone permission to just take five? So a director might say, we're going to take five. Uh, The voice actor just needs to get some water for their throat. Uh, They might say, we're going to take five. We're going to take a quick five minute bathroom break. Um, or I think the the basic thing here is to keep it really simple and yeah, not placing the blame on anyone. So these are very neutral things in which anyone can, can say, you know, uh, getting some water. I personally think that would be the best one. And, uh, um, you know, out of, out of the, I think those are, I think those are pretty common and popular as far as, breaking any kind of tension so that things don't get worse just keep it keep it a very simple neutral thing yeah yeah that's great um i've been in studio environments and and have had wonderful experiences with people who are you know engineers or or directors or even just watching workshops happen and and uh you know it's it's great to see an environment that that is working well i know that just in business in general it's always good to have a scheduled bio break right like where you know you can look forward to it at this time maybe after so much recording time uh you have to go have a break i don't know that there could be certain uh, well, particularly with the union, I know that there are likely breaks and yeah, parameters. Exactly. So uh, just adopting more of that mindset, perhaps um, as a, a business person who's in studio uh, would be helpful to the actor, because then if the actor truly is, is having an issue, then then at least they can know that there's a scheduled break or that there is a, a way um, that they can best bring up what it is that they might be having trouble with. Like maybe everyone has kind of a code word or something that they say, well, you know, I, I need to... Um, you know, if I say this or or we're kind of, you know, make this gesture or whatever it is through the glass, then that means that, you know, we need to take a quick one, you know, without uh, having to disrupt too much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, 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 I completely agree uh, that the whole team can have like a code word. I mean, I think that's kind of brilliant, especially if they've encountered, you know, tension in sessions with a specific, you know, if, if you're a particular kind of director who tends to get agitated easily, have code words. <laughs> you know, like I'm speaking sort of to the directors. Like if you're that type of director who gets agitated and triggered yourself really easily, you kind of have to find ways to deal with it. It's your responsibility. It's not the voice actor. It's not the producer. It's not the engineer. It's your responsibility. So, you know, find ways and code words are fantastic. Grab a glass of water. Your job is to break the tension, especially if you, the director, have started the tension. Sometimes directors 
will bring that into a room. They're having a bad day. And it starts to come out on everything. And, you know, at that point, like just as a person in, in, in life, we have to just sort of take a step back and go, you know, what's going on with me here? Like, why am I so cranky? Or why am I getting so agitated with this voice actor? And that's in and of itself, a, a, that's a reason to take a break. You're not going to say that, but your responsibility is to break, to break the tension. So if, if, I would, if I would create a heading for this, it would be take a break and break the tension. It, it, breaks are brilliant. It's like when you're, you know, in real life, when you're having a kind of confrontation or something with someone, the best thing you can do is to take a break and come back because you're in a different mindset. You can cool down or, or whatever it is that you need. Absolutely. It's the director, um, the onus is on them or on you, if you are a director listening, uh, to take control of the situation. Um, You know, uh, this is something that is a project. Uh, This is a piece of copy. You know, this is not something that needs to turn into uh, anything beyond what it is. So uh, I really appreciate what you've said about, you know, they need to break the tension and uh, they're in a position to do so because as an actor, you might not feel comfortable approaching um, someone, you know, because you you're not the director. You're not the copywriter. You're, you're just there in, in performing. Right. That's right. And, and you know, a, a director a director's job, even if you're a beginning director, is to learn how to communicate. That's what a great director does. They know how to communicate to a voice actor. So take a voice acting class. Find out what it's like on the other side of the mic. Or if that doesn't do it for you, that's no interest to you, learn ways in which different people communicate or understand what you communicate. Some people are visual. Some people are kinesthetic. Learn how to communicate. That's why I was giving the examples of, of what's the emotion of this piece? What, what's the environment? So that you're, you're constantly expanding your awareness because not all of us understand the same thing uh, as the other. You know, you may say something to me and I understand it, but the person beside me says, what does she mean? So it's your job to know how to just expand your communication and practice. And, it, and you can make that a very fun thing to do. You want the best out of your voice actor. You want the best for the product, um, for the clients. And, and, and so create that for yourself as a director. Learn how to communicate. Communication is really tricky for just about everybody. So I'm really glad that you've brought that to the forefront here because communication, especially in a creative environment where there are many different sorts of people and and everyone's got their own roles and and you're on a deadline and just like, you know, tensions are high. Uh, You really do need to have somebody who can speak and, and to make things very clear. We're all here together. We're making something amazing. We've talked about how wonderful this will be. Now let's just go do it. Exactly. And I mean this uh, in the best way possible. Artists, all artists, are sensitive people. When you are the voice actor and it's your responsibility to get this, to read this particular line, you know, to sell this product for those clients, you're in an incredibly vulnerable and sensitive role. And directing uh, a voice actor 
is a is a delicate balance, and it's one that is uh, it's it's really it's just so vital that you honor the voice actor. You understand that really, at the end of the day, it's going to be their voice selling this product, and so to handle them gently, be good to them, honor them. It's it's we are creating art. And that is the biggest thing to remember at the end of the day, whether someone's in a bad mood or not, you've got to step out of your way and just see what is it that we're actually doing. We're creating something together. And so get back to what the purpose of the session is all about and let all that other stuff go. You know, tune into that voice actor in the best way that you can. If you set a positive environment, Everything will go smoothly. Even if the voice actor doesn't get the line the first three or four or five times, it will still be a smooth session if you set a positive environment. Well said. All right, so Sunday, you've done a great job describing what a director can do and how the onus is on them, really, to, to make sure that this is a great environment, people are comfortable in it. What can a voice actor do on the flip side to prepare for that session so that they feel that they're ready for this job? Great question. Um, as a voice actor myself, it, it's important to set intentions. So, you know, before you have a session, set your intention, en- envision it, see exactly what it is that you want from the session today and how you want to be and, and imagine your environment. There's a lot of power in that. And it's really important when we are doing our work that we love, but it takes maybe five minutes. Sit down, close your eyes, and envision and imagine what is it? What's your intention for today's work as a voice actor? And there are a variety of ways that connect to different people to practice some kind of physical activity, whether that's jogging or whether that's yoga. I'm a huge fan of yoga. I'm a yoga teacher, so that's a very important one for me to dance and I know it sounds funny but it works put your best tunes on and dance to your favorite song and what it does is it shakes off any excess energy if you're feeling nervous it gets that off of you that's the that's part of being ready as a voice actor I grew up in in the theater And you have to be ready to go on stage. You can't bring your bad day on stage with you. You have to sell that show. And so it's the same for a voice actor. So you wanna you wanna find ways to connect to your voice and your body and you and and whatever you're doing, if it's running or yoga or it's Pilates, it's to get your breath going. Dancing, like you know, get your breath going. It's 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 that's what lets things go. The breath is what releases tension. Well said. Well, Sunday, we've we've had a wonderful conversation here about all of these uh, these topics within a big topic of, of just how to you know be better coworkers. Really, you know, at the end of the day, to each other in, in a studio environment. And Sunday hasn't mentioned it here on the show, but she does train other people, um, a lot of children actually, which is very exciting. I remember your book launch in Toronto uh, many years ago. Uh, but could you tell us just a little bit about that book and and maybe how that would help parents with with children who are voice actors and helping them be comfortable in studio. Yes, absolutely. So the book really focuses in on the process of developing a character and reading audition sides and how 
you as a parent can connect to your child and understand what voice acting is all about. What, what is this? How do you use your voice? You know, what are the main things that, that shift your voice from being, you know, just talking normally to voice acting? Um, the book also has a section on agents across North America, including the United States. And, and that's something for parents and kids to really kind of, you know, what, what, is, what is an agent all about? Do we even need an agent? Uh, you know, is that something we want? But there are options uh, in the world of voiceover today. There are so many options, agent or no agent, but there is a, a section in the book that really expands on that as well and asks these top agents specific questions pertaining to voice acting and what it's all about and how do you get work. But the book is really uh, a fun way in which to connect with your child about voice acting. The book's title is You Can Do Cartoon Voices Too. <laughs> and you can find it either on my website at greatbigvoices.com or on Amazon. Well, I say this has been a lovely chat, uh, a heavy topic, but nonetheless, you know, something that I think that we all need to look at as, as creatives when you're working in an environment that uh, you know you need to get the work done, we just all need to encourage each other. I think that's that's what I'm taking away from what you're saying here is, is that when you have a positive environment and you're all there uh, focused on a common goal, then the session will go amazingly well and the client will be so happy and it'll all be because uh, that unity was there. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today, Sunday. It was such a pleasure to talk to you. You too, Stephanie. Thank you so much as well. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Sound Stories. If you like what you heard, you can subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We hope to have you back for our next episode of Sound Stories.